Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Paul Charchi and Charchi, how you doing, buddy? I hope the hotline phone is literally orange. I think you should spray paint it orange in honor of our, our sponsor. Maybe we should do that. I've never it's thought good. of that, but uh, now you're now you're yeah. giving me ideas. Yeah. I, I think this, you know, let's take it. Let's, let's, let's go the extra mile for our sponsor. All right. That's what I say. All right. I think right. I should have, like, an orange jacket on. Kind of like, what color is your Hall of Fame jacket going to be when you go into the uh, Fantasy Writers Hall of Fame? Uh, I, well, that was last week. It, but you're right. With the, there is no official ceremony, which tells you the real magnitude of the Fantasy <laughs> Sports Writers Hall of Fame. There's there's an online congratulation. That's, uh, that's about it. So, yeah. Um, but I, and in honor of my induction, I will not be wearing a uh, like an orange blazer or anything. In fact, I, I won't even be wearing pants. I was just going to say, when you say I'm not wearing, I was waiting for pants to be the next word. So Yeah. Why yeah. is it always that way, right? I, I don't you know, know, but it is what it is. There you it's go. It's never that way with women. You know, <laughs> if, I were, if I were a woman, you would never think that's coming. But nope. Men are degenerate. Yes, we are. Not wearing, Completely agree. You're going to say pants. And you know? that's the reason yeah, Roxy loves you. There you go. Uh, thank God. Uh, let's get to it. A lot of people on hold. It's a big week this week for many. Uh, let's go to Wayne listening to us in Oconomowoc. Wayne, you got a question for Paul Charchia. Hey, thanks. Uh, I hate to even ask this, but uh, Trubisky or Brady this week? <laughs> wow, it's come to that. Um, I've still got Tom Brady way up at number. And by the way, Trubisky's been it's really good three straight games. And, so, you know, I, and Brady hasn't been good on the road. But... Um, this is still an awfully good opportunity here. The Bills game last week, they got nothing done. Derek Anderson couldn't pass. LeSean McCoy wasn't there. Short fields for the opposing team the whole time. It all Buffalo's so backwards, Bill. It's, uh, it's going to be a ton of short fields for Brady. Plenty of points to be had here. Last week, Andrew Luck only threw the ball 23, 23 times. Four touchdowns against Buffalo. So, it's you can't, not, you can't bench Brady in this one. Yep. Yep, agreed. Uh, let's go to Amel. Amel, welcome to the program. How's it going on, man? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, James White or David Johnson? Well, yeah, David Johnson, uh, to the easy part of his schedule coming up, and, you know, they changed offensive coordinators, Bill, and Byron Leftwich will be making both his offensive coordinator debut and his play-calling debut. So we don't know entirely what to get. We don't have any roadmap on what Byron Leftwich is going to do. But here's what we can say for sure. They can't use him any worse than they've been using David Johnson, which has just been run up the middle all the time behind a terrible offensive line. So I'd like to believe that it's going to get better. He goes up against San Francisco. Uh, He put up 55 yards and two touchdowns in the matchup between these clubs three weeks ago. So I like David Johnson. He's my number six running back. That said... I have James White up at number five because Sony Michelle's not going to play in this one, and he got 19 touches last week as uh, as the go-to back for them. And as I mentioned earlier, Buffalo obviously not not a great team and an offense that provides no threat. So 
I love James White. My number five guy. I've got David Johnson, number six. They grade out very similarly. You're kind of in point book territory, but I pick James White. A very long answer to a very simple question. There you go. Let's go to a Jason. Uh, was it Zonia? Yes, it is. There you go. I know what you said about Tom Brady earlier, but uh, what do you pair him with Jameis Winston? Yeah, same same kind of story. And I, I like Winston. He's my number 10 quarterback, but he's not going to touch Tom Brady at number four for the reasons we mentioned. Now, I'll, let's talk about Winston for just a second for other people that might have him. This is a Bengals uh, secondary. They just got toyed with by Patrick Mahomes. It was just picking them apart at will. Um, and over the past three games, they've allowed an astoundingly bad average of 382 passing yards and three touchdowns allowed. So I do like Jameis Winston here, and he graded out very highly. Uh, but uh, I can't still... It's Tom Brady without a functional running game without Sony Michelle against Buffalo. So I, I, I got to keep picking Brady here. That's your answer. How are we looking? Let's go to Bob and Franklin. Bob, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Hey, um, Matt from Indiana over Jordan from Chicago and Drake from uh, Miami. Is that correct? I'm sorry. Give me, give, give me those, give me those three one more time, please. Uh, it's Matt from Indiana, Drake from Miami, and Jordan from Chicago. Oh, jeez. Uh, Marlon Mack is a really nice start this week as he goes up against Oakland. He's emerged as the lead back for Indy. He's getting um, and he's getting 6.9 yards per carry so far. It's limited use because he missed a bunch of games, but still looks good. Oakland giving up over 112 yards per game on the ground. It's a, it's a great opportunity for Marlon Mack, my number 11 running back this week. Good stuff. Let's go to Chad listening to us in Oconomowoc. Chad, how you doing? Good, how you doing? Good. Hey, uh, Baker Mayfield or Jameis Winston? Uh, talked about Winston before, my number 10 quarterback. like him a lot this week. Uh, a little more lukewarm on Baker Mayfield, who I thought was going to have a massive game last week against Tampa that never really materialized. He ended up with just two touchdowns, about 250 yards this week. He's at Pittsburgh. The Steelers are seeing a whopping one, whopping 41 pass attempts per game. That's the fourth most. And through sheer volume, I still like Baker Mayfield here. But um, I don't I don't see the same kind of upside that we've got with Jameis Winston against the Bengals for the reasons we just discussed. Chad in Oconomowoc. Uh, no, I'm sorry about that. We just had Chad. Let's go to John listening to us in Oak Creek. John, Ooh. welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, guys. Yeah, at running back, uh, would you start Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, or LeGarrette Blunt? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Bill, you yes. tell me. You know, and if you had to pick, and I, I don't want LeGarrette Blunt, so if you've got to pick one of the Packers uh, running backs, who would you have hired this week? I Honestly, if they're going to give more carries, it's got to be Aaron Jones. It, it just I does. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> How many weeks do we have to say that on this show? Well, I, this I, is the I, thing: I'm is so Mike McCarthy came. Mike McCarthy came out this week and said, "Well, we got to give more carries to Aaron Jones." Well, he says it all the time. Aaron Rodgers says it all the time. Now let's see if they actually do it. You know what I mean? Aaron, yeah, I mean, since Aaron Jones has come back from his suspension, he's played fewer snaps than Ty Montgomery, let alone Jamal Williams. It's just, just I'm tired of playing this game about when he's going to come back. Now, the other side of it is Jamal Williams never does anything fantasy helpful anyway, so we'll throw him out of the conversation. But I'm I'm tired of guessing which is going to be the game when they finally use Aaron Jones. It, you know, matchup's not bad, um, you know, but it's also not great. Rams, you know, as you know, 
teams, you have to pass against the Rams sooner or later. You have to abandon the running game at some point because you're trailing by so much. Um, that may not happen with you guys, but it does with most teams. And I've, I've got Aaron Jones way down at running back 39. As you know, because we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, I was like, this is a great matchup before the bye, and this is going to be the one. He's going to break out, and of course it didn't happen. So mm-hmm. I'm, I I feel like a fool for continuing to think that Mike McCarthy is going to do the right thing and put his best running back on the field. Right? Said the same thing. I, is that unfair? Nope. All right, good. Said the exact same thing. Pay. Thank you. Said so right, the exact good. same thing. Completely completely agree with you. Got a couple of phone calls I want to get to as well. Paul and Waukesha, first out of the shoot. Paul, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, thanks. Uh, struggling with uh, Cousins or Luck. Kirk Cousins is going to throw a lot of passes uh, against Saints. Saints have an elite run defense, and Cousins is they're not, Vikings aren't even going to try to run. I don't think this could be a 45 pass game for Kirk Cousins. Doesn't necessarily mean to be successful on all 45. Saints secondary was really bad early in the season, but it's gotten a lot better over the last three games. They're giving up only 269 yards and one touchdown pass per game. So I like Kirk Cousins as my number nine quarterback, but Andrew Luck's way up at number against Oakland. It's a free-falling secondary that's allowed multiple passing touchdowns in five of six games. He's got T.Y. Hilton back. That's a huge improvement. Uh, all three of the Raiders' middling quarterbacks uh, have got bad matchups against uh, against Indianapolis receivers. It's, I love Andrew Luck. My number three quarterback. I got him ahead of Tom Brady who I was just raving about. So I, I like Luck a lot. There you have it. Uh, let's get to Paul listening to us in Waukesha. Paul, how you doing, man? What's going on? Paul. Nope. Got Dan. Dan, I'm in Omni Falls. Dan, how you doing, man? What's up? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Hey, so uh, full PPR league trying to decide between Latavius Murray and Adrian Peterson. Well, I just answered it, really. I, Vikings aren't even going to try to run in this game, and they, they don't have an offensive line that can possibly be the best run defense in the NFL, allowing the fewest rushing yards and the fewest yards per carry. Get this, Bill. Yes. 47 rushing yards per game. That's it. 2.8 rushing yards per carry. That's it. That's the Saints' run defense. So I, I don't see it. Vikings have been feasting on two straight bad defenses from Octavius Murray. This is not going to be the case here. So we're going to avoid him uh, if at all possible. Uh, Paul, well, let's see here. We've uh, got another one here. This is actually a uh, email question. It says, uh, PPR League need one, Jimmy Graham or Trey Burton? Uh, you know... Spend a second, if you would, uh, bringing me up to speed on how you feel about Jimmy Graham and why we haven't gotten the production we thought we would get. I, I've got my theories. I want to hear what you have to say. I, look, if Jimmy Graham's knee is feeling better, they're going to go to him. Uh, I just, mm-hmm. you know, I think once they start clicking on all cylinders, Jimmy Graham is going to become a more integral part. But we have what he's doing is, is, you know, what you don't see on the field, when he comes off the field, they're icing down his knee. And he just hasn't been the same guy the last few weeks. So if his yeah. knee is feeling good, and he doesn't talk to the media, so you never know. You don't know what he's feeling. So if his knee is yeah. feeling good, then I would say Jimmy Graham's going to become a very viable option. But what he has been hindered by is a knee problem that has not allowed him to kind of get separation or really to get leaping ability to go up and get a ball. And let's be honest, Aaron Rodgers is – and has been looking. He overlooked Jimmy Graham a couple of times. He's looking for the big play downfield. He's looking for Devontae Adams and, and also Geronimo Allison. So if he has those guys in the matchup he wants, he'll overlook the tight end position to try to go deep downfield. But I think Jimmy Graham's going to be more of a, again, inside the 20s, red zone guy that's going to give you some scores. So he may end up with a catch or two in this ballgame. Yeah, and, you know, I'm – 
Yeah, I'd like to think coming off the bye that he's going to be much healthier. Right. And they used, you know, they, it, I, he get, did get targeted 20 times in the, the last two games, but that was also with all the receivers hurt. I'm worried that Cobb and Allison comes back and, and he goes back to being option four in the passing game. And that's, that's part of what worries me a little bit here. Now, that said, the Rams have, have started to really struggle against tight ends. They've slumped down to seventh worst, allowing 68 yards per game to the position. Mm-hmm. So I've got Graham one spot higher than Trey Burton in this one, and let's hope that it all it all comes together with him healthy this week. How's then uh, then you've got uh, Minnesota's D, Kansas City's D, or the Cardinals' D. Kansas City's defense has come to life, and they're getting tons of pressure on opposing quarterbacks. Vikings defense. Uh, by the way, you're gonna. I think your squad's gonna gain a game on the on the Vikings here. Uh, I, I, Vikings are all kinds of beat up with injuries. Let me uh, let me give you a quick rundown all on good. all of the defensive injuries here. It's not. It is. It is not pretty. So, very good chance Xavier Rhodes are starting cornerback, and the guy who would be on Michael Thomas is not going to play with an ankle injury. Their starting linebacker Anthony Barr has got a hamstring injury. He would be the guy who would cover uh, Kamara out of the backfield. He may not play with a hamstring. Their starting safety, Andrew Sandejo, has missed three straight games. Linval Joseph, the run stuffer that they've got in the middle of the defensive line, he's got an injury, a knee injury, didn't play last week. His status is up in the air. All of that. And, then, of course, their slack cornerback, Mike Hughes, just went on IR. They got problems, all injury problems, all over this defense. And so I, I think you're going to be starting all your Saints. And we'll see how many of, this, how many of these guys end up missing the game on Sunday. But I, I think uh, you factor in. The revenge angle for the, the Minneapolis miracle, and I, I feel like this could be a this could be a big game for the Saints. Uh let's get one more in here real quick. Let's go to uh, Craig, uh, Craig and Racine. Craig, how you doing today, man? What's up? Good. Uh, PPR league, Goff or Wentz? Yeah, Jared Goff is uh, my number thirteen quarterback. Wentz is my number fourteen, and you know the problem for Goff isn't that. You know, this is this is a favorable matchup against your secondary. The biggest problem is he's getting killed by his own running back. He's just, there's no fantasy points left after Todd Gurley runs in three touchdowns a game. So that's the uh, that's the biggest issue right now. Green Bay is giving up four and a half yards per carry. Uh, they're getting 26 rushing attempts per game, which is a lot. And here comes Todd Gurley on 26 rushing attempts. My only my worry on Goff is only that he gets he gets sniped by Gurley in this one, which could end up happening. Um, Carson Wentz has got Jackson, Jacksonville, which remains a very tough defense. So I'd start, I'd start Goff, but it's it's close, and you're kind of hoping that this is the game when Todd Gurley doesn't put it all together. Ah, uh, that should do it, Charge. As always, all great stuff. Got any sleepers for us, real quick? Um, yeah, the San Francisco running back Mostert, Raheem Mostert, as is a guy you can pick up off the waiver wire and use him this week against Arizona, who ranks dead last in rushing attempts, rushing yards, and rushing touchdowns allowed. Matt Breed is normally the starter there. They're talking about resting him for this game because he's been trying to play through a variety of injuries and he hasn't been finishing games. Mostert could be your starting running back, and Breed, they might just sit on the sideline and, and, and let uh, Mostert run the ball against this terrible defense. So, yeah, that's your best sleeper of the week right there. Raheem Mostert, whoever he is. Mostert! Good stuff, Charge. We'll talk again next week, pal. Thanks a lot. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Talk yep. to you later. There you go. Paul Charge in from LeagueSafe.com, Fanball.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.